Chapter Six of Stories of the Victoria Cross by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Gallant Nine. On the morning of the eleventh of May, eighteen fifty-seven, the day after the outbreak of the Indian Mutiny, the rebels swarmed into the Imperial City of Delhi, where they were quickly joined by the native garrison inflamed with religious zeal and with the blood they had already shed the mutineers rode through the streets carrying all before them and spreading destruction on every side close to the palace stood the largest magazine of military stores in india it contained many heavy cannon an extensive supply of firearms and other weapons and an enormous quantity of gunpowder this magazine was in charge of lieutenant willoughby and under him were lieutenants rayner and forrest conductors scully and buckley four other british soldiers and a number of natives while they were busy with their ordinary duties that morning word came that the mutineers were close at hand and as it was of the utmost importance that they should not gain possession of the stores willoughby at once prepared to defend the post by the excited manner of the native soldiers who were with him he at once concluded that they could not be trusted but he consoled himself with the thought that even without their aid he and his companions might hold out until assistance came it was indeed a desperate resolve for what could nine men do against thousands of infuriated sepoys if they could not hold their own they could at least die like heroes and if help did not come in time they could fire the magazine and bury themselves and their foes in its ruins at least such were the conclusions arrived at by the gallant officer when willoughby informed his companions of the course he intended to pursue he received their instant and hearty approval the gates were closed and barricaded guns were put in position and everything made ready for a determined resistance when their arrangements for the defence of the magazine were complete a train was laid ready to be fired at a given signal when further resistance was impossible shortly afterwards the rebels in the name of the king of delhi demanded the surrender of the magazine to this demand no reply was given and other messages of the same kind were also treated with silent contempt thereupon the king sent word that unless his demands were at once complied with the magazine would be taken by force even this threat failed to extort a reply from the gallant nine determined to obtain possession of the military stores the king ordered the walls to be scaled when the rebels made the attack the sepoys who were inside the magazine joined their countrymen and assisted in the assault the little band of britons received the enemy with a withering fire 
and though round after round of grape-shot was poured into their ranks the deadly hail seemed to have little effect on the overwhelming numbers the rebels on the walls kept up an incessant fire on the brave defenders who careless of the leaden shower loaded and fired the guns as steadily as if shooting at a target how many were slain at this time can never be known for the rebels exposed themselves in the most reckless manner maddened by the resistance of a few englishmen they pressed on confident in their strength and determined to carry the position at all hazards at length all the ammunition that had been brought out was exhausted and as two of the gunners were wounded no one could be spared to fetch more the sepoys were entering the enclosure at various points and shouts of triumph could be heard on all sides it was no longer possible to prevent the stores of arms and ammunition from falling into the enemy's hands then willoughby gave the signal to fire the train this was done by scully in a few seconds there was a sullen roar followed by a tremendous explosion it seemed as if the very earth was splitting to its foundations over the palace and the city a shadow seemed to fall as the contents of the magazine ascended into the air a cloud of white smoke streaked with dark objects a shower of bodies of stones cannon shot shell and bullets and the heroic deed was accomplished over five hundred of the mutineers perished not one of the gallant nine ever expected to live to tell the tale scully and four of his companions were never seen again the remaining four however escaped from the scene of the explosion though terribly scorched and wounded forrest rayner and buckley reached meerut thirty-four miles distant in safety willoughby however was not so successful while hiding in the jungle he was captured by the natives and put to death thus ended one of the most patriotic acts recorded in the annals of war the effect of this heroic deed which has given to those gallant nine a cherished place in history can never be exactly computed but the grandeur of its conception is not to be measured by its results from the one end of india to the other it filled men's minds with enthusiastic admiration when the news reached england that a young officer named willoughby had blown up the delhi magazine there was a burst of applause that came from the deep heart of the nation it was the first of many intrepid acts which have made us proud of our countrymen in india but its brilliancy has never been eclipsed forrest rayner and buckley received the victoria cross for their share in this splendid exploit the first for which it was given in the indian mutiny End of chapter 6